Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. قسمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے جہاں روزے پاکے خیر الورا ہے جنت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے کہاں میں کہاں یہ مدینہ کی گلیاں یہ قسمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے محمد کی عظمت کو کیا پوچھتے ہو کہ وہ صاحب قباق و سن ٹھرے محمد کی عظمت کو کیا پوچھتے ہو کہ وہ صاحب بشر کی سرِ عرش مہمان وازی یہ عظمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے بشر کے سرِ عرش مہمان وازی یہ عظمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے جو آسی کو دامن میں اپنی چھپا لے جو دشمن کو بھی زخم کھا کر دعا دے جو آسی کو دامن میں اپنی چھپا لے جو دشمن کو بھی زخم کھا کر دعا دے اسے اور کیا نام دے گا زمانہ رحمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے اسے اور کیا نام دے گا زمانہ رحمت نہیں ہے تو 
پھر اور کیا ہے قیامت کا ایک دن معین ہے لیکن ہمارے لیے ہر نفس ہے قیامت قیامت کا ایک دن معین ہے لیکن ہمارے لیے ہر نفس ہے قیامت مدینے سے ہم جانی ساروں کی دوری قیامت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے مدینے سے ہم جانی ساروں کی دوری قیامت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے تم اقبال یہ نات کہتو رہے ہو مگر یہ بھی سوچا کے کیا کر رہے ہو تم اقبال یہ نات کہتو رہے ہو مگر یہ بھی سوچا کے کیا کر رہے ہو کہاں تم کہاں مد ہے ممدو ہے ازدار یہ جرعت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے کہاں تم کہاں مد ہے ممدو ہے ازدار یہ جرعت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے جہاں روزے پاکے خیر الورا ہے وہ جنت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے کہاں میں کہاں یہ مدینہ کی گلیاں یہ قسمت نہیں ہے تو پھر اور کیا ہے سبحان اللہ جزاکم اللہ خیران حافظ مصطفیٰ قاری مصطفیٰ علی MashaAllah, very beautiful rendition of, this, of these moving words. As I mentioned to the students that this is like an opportunity to, for you to make mutala li tamiz al-ma'alum al-majhul to determine which parts of the poem, which words you understood, which you didn't. And I will briefly go over the translation. <clears throat> so the poet says, The place where the grave of the best of the creation, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, khayrul wara, the best of the creation, where his grave is, this is the refrain, the rhetorical question the poet keeps on asking at the end of each line. You, you must have noticed the words repeating. He says, if that is not a jannah, then what else could it be? 
And this is not uh, just a mere exaggeration or hyperbole, but rather based on the hadith of Rasulullah himself where he said, From my grave to my member, this is a garden from the gardens of Jannah. So he's saying that where the grave of Rasulullah is, If that is not a Jannah, then what else could it be a Jannah? What else could it be? Then he says, How is it possible, me as a sinner, I'm here in the alleys of Medina, where am I and what is my position that I am ending up, uh, I'm being here, I'm being allowed to be here in, uh, near Medina, near Rasulullah in Medina. If this is not good fortune from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, grace of Allah that he allowed it for me, decreed it for me to be here, otherwise how in the world can I end up here? Muhammad ki azmat ko kya ho? Why? You are asking me about how great Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is? You want to know? What do you want me to tell you about how great he is? This is referring to the ayah from Surah Al-Najm, referring to the Mi'raj when Rasulullah was elevated. This is describing as befitting the majesty of Allah Ta'ala that he drew very, very near to Allah. So he got to that pinnacle where even Sayyidul Malaika, Jibreel said, I cannot take one step further and all my angels will, all my wings will be burnt. And I cannot go further. This place is only for you, O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he reached the Sidratul Muntaha, reached Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, his arsh, and he spoke to him. Allah revealed to his servant, Ma'uha. That was the secret between Allah and his, and his best of his creation. So then the poet says, Bashar ki sare arsh mehman nawazi. Ya'azmat nahi hai to pir aur kya hai. Bashar, thank God he, the correct aqidah, he, you know, we're talking about the pinnacle of greatness, uh, humanly possible. But he says he is a bashar. He said, as a human being, you know, if you're not going to cross the line and become like the Christians, say he's divine, part divine, one third God, Salisu Salasa, or you know, son of God, Naud Billah. He is a human being, the best of the human beings, undoubtedly, best of the creation for that fact. But he says, Bashar ki sare arsh mehman nawasi. The fact that this human being is at the level where he's being honored by the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If this isn't azmat and greatness, what else you want? I mean, this is the, the, the pinnacle. Then, he says, The one who takes a sinner and puts him close to his chest and hugs him, embraces him. And he doesn't say, get out of here, get lost, O sinner. Rather, he brings him close and embraces him. And beyond that is, subhanAllah, the one who when he is attacked by his enemies will pelt him like in five, etc. And they bloody him. Then what is his response? He makes dua for them. What other name can you give such a being? If he is not rahmah and mercy, then I beg you to uh, show me what else can we call him. Let me know who else can be more merciful than him. Then he says, Subhanallah, Qiyamat ka ek din mu'ayyan hai lekin. There is one day of Qiyamah that is determined by Allah Ta'ala, specified by Allah. There is a day of Qiyamah is coming. And Allah alone knows. Allah knows when the day of judgment is coming. So there is a specific day assigned for the day of judgment when it will strike. But for us, every single breath is like a Qiyamah. The first Qiyamah is referring to the actual Qiyamah. The second Qiyamah is referring to a calamity, Majazan. Allegorically, he's saying every single second, nafas is every breath. Every breath is like a qiyamah. Meaning every breath is a calamity. 
is a tragedy. Every moment is a tragedy for me. Why is it a tragedy? Why is every breath a, a tragedy? Medina se ham janitharon ki duri qiyamat nahi hai to phir aur kya hai? The janithar, jan is your life, nithar is the one who sacrifices the life. So janithar means the one who is ready to sacrifice his life out of love for Rasulullah The fact that he's far away from his beloved, the fact that he is far away from Medina. If this isn't a qiyamah, then what else is a qiyamah? Meaning if this isn't a calamity, what else is a calamity? So within the uh, poetic literature, the greatest calamity the poets, uh, they express the grief about is the hijrah of the mahbub, being away from the beloved. And the tamanna and the desire of the poet is always the wisalul habib to be close to the beloved. So the fact that he is so far away from Rasulullah he's explaining that this is every single breath is a repeating tragedy. In fact, the scholars mentioned that, subhanAllah, this is an opportunity for us to reflect. Uh, do we have the love of Rasulullah which is matloob and maqsood and is an objective and is ma'mur, is a command of Allah and command of Rasulullah to have that love or not? Is that the true uh, lover of Rasulullah his greatest desire should be to meet Rasulullah And he should be feeling that pang of separation. SubhanAllah. We're talking about ishq of ishq haqiqi, true love of Allah. May Allah forgive us, even ishq majazi, meaning love between human beings, love between spouses, parents, children, even that we have lost. Right? As one of our teachers used to say, that mashriq me ishq maghrib me fisq is not a 100% uh, you know, statement that's like istighraqan, istiaban, like completely encompasses every individual in the East and the West. But he's saying, in general, in mashriq me ishq, in the East there is ishq love, in maghrib me fisq, in the West there is, you know, temporary, what do they call it, friends with benefits, na'udhu billah, all this nonsense. So, there's no long-term love. You know, this whole concept that I love you so much that it hurts, it pains, that like such ardent love. That is the love that the believer has. Love for Allah, love for Rasulullah. So some people they came to one Shaykh and they said, Describe for us Jannah so we can have the desire to enter it. They were expecting him to speak about Hur and Khusur, the maidens of Jannah, the palaces of Jannah. He said, What more can I describe for Jannah that you should have the desire to enter it that I could say that in Jannah you will meet Rasulullah. Now, the question is, if that doesn't resonate with us, and we're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Then there's something wrong. Like literally, when he said that, la azidu ala, I cannot say anything more about Jannah that would attract you towards it, would increase your desire to enter it, than saying, fiha Rasulullah, in it is Rasulullah, you will meet Rasulullah, you will be in the company of Rasulullah, you will be able to embrace Rasulullah, see Rasulullah. That is sufficient. Because as a believer, you're supposed to be having that love for Rasulullah So that's why he says, Medina se ham jani ki duri qiyamat nahi hai to pir or kya If this is not a qiyamah calamity, what else could be a calamity? And then the last line, the maktab kashir, where he mentions his name, he's addressing himself. Tum Iqbal, he's addressing himself. Oh Iqbal, you are saying these words of praise of Rasulullah Sallallahu You are writing this naat, you are singing this naat. Yes? But have you ever paused to reflect what in the world are you doing? What are you doing? You are singing this not, you're praising Rasulullah, but what are you doing? So this is a double double prepositional phrase here. Where in the world are you? What is your status? How dare 
you think you are worthy of praising the one who is praised by Allah. Yazda is Allah. Mamduhe Yazda, the one praised by Allah. Madhe Mamduhe Yazda means praising the one who is praised by Allah. Where do you think you got qualified for that? Kaha tum kaha madhe mamduhe yazda. Where are you and where is praising the one praised by Allah? And Allah has praised Rasulullah in the Quran. If Allah is praising him, you think you're in the same line, you can praise him? If this is in jura, jura is the courage, but this courage is in a positive sense, is himmat, and courage in a negative sense is jura. Like you're being courageous, we're not supposed to be courageous. Courageous in front of an enemy, that's, that's shujaat, himmat. But if you're being bold uh, in front of your parents, you're answering back in front of your teacher, in front of elders, right? So that's jura'at. So he's saying if you are not having jura and you know, being full of it, thinking you are someone you don't deserve, that you really don't have the maqam, then what else is this crime? Right? I have not praised Muhammad with my words, but rather I have elevated the status of my words by mentioning his name. I have not elevated the status of Rasulullah by praising him, but rather I have inshallah elevated my status and my words and my majlis and this majlis by mentioning his noble name. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the true love of Rasulullah.